Ladies, at Essentia Health, you're not just a patient. You're a partner in your healthcare journey. We'll get to the heart of your health questions, even the ones you're embarrassed to ask. We'll find solutions to fit your unique needs and lifestyle, because here, we're in it together. Feel confident in your care and in yourself. Schedule a women's health appointment with an Essentia Health provider today. Click the banner to learn more. Headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode about marketing, a lawn care and landscaping business. I love marketing. I studied it in high school. I learned it through the School of Experience and building multiple businesses. And uh, I'm going to share my key takeaways today. What's the most effective ways to market a lawn care landscaping business? And if you're going to spend a little bit of money, uh, what to you know, consider to invest in. If you're going to spend a lot of money, uh, if you have a bigger budget in, in, uh, you know, what's a blueprint that's proven. And I really just dive into how can we get good customers that pay premium prices that we enjoy working for in the route dense areas we want to work for. We're going to talk about all of that today, how to successfully market our businesses. We want to say thank you to today's show sponsor, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. This is the bookkeeping service that I personally use, Megan and Joey Coberly. I met them years ago at Jason Creole's Lawn Care Life event, was very impressed uh, by the way they handled themselves. Actually, they were guests on my podcast, and this probably about a year or so later, we switched everything over to their services, and I am glad that I did. They are very organized, and they, they truly care about my business, and they want to see it as successful and profitable as possible, and so... I'm busy executing services, marketing, doing the deal that I don't have time to make sure all my expenses are in the right category, or I don't even necessarily have the analytical brain that Joey does to really analyze the different venue, the different areas of my business and how it can be more profitable. Joey does a great job with that. And so I love the monthly profit meetings with Megan and Joey every month where we look into my business, we evaluate how I'm doing, how I could improve, how I could really get this business more profitable. And I really appreciate them being a part of my team. They can be a part of yours as well. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Also, thank you to our friends over there at Smart Rain. The module systems, the the water system technology has really grown and improved over the years. Smart Rain cutting edge for irrigation. You can guys can save $800 off. You heard that right. $800 off your next purchase at smartrain.net with the promo code podcast. Thank you, Mr. Producer. (laughs) Promo code podcast. What would we do without Mr. Producer? He ate the best in the biz for nothing. Well, Mr. Producer, You like marketing. I like marketing. It's going to be a fun uh, episode to really chat because I'm kind of starting all over again with, you guys see me out pressure washing away. Uh, Shout outs to the uh, Echo PW4200. I've been using that pressure washer. I got a surface cleaner on the way, uh, 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 an edger 
not like uh, for the grass, but it edges your sidewalk or street or, um, no, I guess not street, but driveway. And uh, so I got that on the way. So I'm going to start offering pressure washing services and uh, target a, a brand new neighborhood for marketing lawn care and landscaping services. And so I'm doing this from scratch in a whole different region with zero customers. So I'm, you know, kind of revisiting the whole uh, guerrilla style marketing with postcard flyer door hangers. I did a um, question on Instagram, a poll. What what do you you guys find most effective, door hangers or uh, postcards? And it was fifty one to forty nine. Door hangers won by two percent, and so margin of error. There you go. Uh, it was a neck and neck. It was basically a tie, and so. What happened in 2011, I started marketing with just putting business cards, raggedy business cards on the the mailbox. Well, by 2012, I got into a neighborhood that I ended up working in for a decade and I didn't have to do the whole putting the um, postcards, you know, in the door on the mailbox because my schedule was maxed out, jam packed, full just off of word of mouth in this neighborhood from 2012 because they had a women's club where the women would talk and that would line me up jobs and then the neighbors and just, it was so organic that I didn't need the market. I was in the neighborhood I wanted to be in. The folks would walk by and say, hey, Paul, like they knew me, they knew my truck, they knew they knew me. And, and so that basically was my marketing, was word of mouth referrals because of excellent quality work, job after job of, of impressing the customer. And then they naturally brought me more work. Well, now I'm in a brand new area and nobody knows me, right? They don't know me from Rick. They don't know me from Chuck and I got to market all over again. And so I'm starting from scratch essentially. And I'm not arrogant. Hopefully I'm not arrogant or prideful and say, well, I did this. I'm always going to do this. Like I want to know what's, what's working the most effective because I want to charge premium pricing. I want good customers and so I think for starters, postcards and door hangers are just tried and true. And the door hanger, you know, they're going to get it because they're not going to leave it on their door for months, right? They're going to want to get it off there. And when they do to grab it, they're going to see your business. And, and if you create the door hanger aesthetically organized and clean and clear messaging, that's going to be a good impression. And then the downside of that is it can only go on a door, where the postcard is a little bit more versatile. The, the postcard can go right above the doorknob. You can kind of jam it in the door. You know, it's so thin, it's going to stay there on, you know, 90 plus percent of the doors you put it in. And then there's always the chance when they open the door, it will drop and the wind will blow it away or the dog will eat it or whatever. But but pretty good chance they're going to see it. And those can also go, you know, don't open the mailbox and put it in. But th- there's ways you can... We used to say when I worked at the restaurant, we had this little room where we'd get the the, the um, soda drinks and we'd all go in there and the, the bread and we'd say, get in where you fit in. Uh, there's like eight people, you know, and trying to get the Coke and the the um, sweet tea and th- there wasn't much room, but we're all just like on top of each other, reaching over people. I was tall, so I could just go, you know, over someone's shoulder and, and get the um, Coke or Sprite or whatever they were drinking get in where you fit in. And uh, with those postcards, it's very similar. It's, it's you get in where you fit in. You got a little bit more options uh, than the door hanger. So we're going to talk about uh, best practices, a good way to market your business coming right up. 
Do you want to cut your property water utility costs by 30 to 50%? Smart Rain's commercial smart irrigation controller is one of the most sophisticated and technically advanced controllers on the market today. Smart Rain's smart controller comes with a 7-inch display, standard 48 zones, the most intuitive mobile app in the industry, Google Maps integration, and a lifetime warranty. Smart Rain helps commercial properties save time, money, and water with smart irrigation systems. Go to smartrain.net or talk to us at 877-346-3333. That's 877-346-3333. To take advantage of our preseason sale, mention podcast to get $800 off each controller. Hey friends, Paul here, and I wanted to share with you about our Know Your Numbers e-training. Would you like to improve the performance in your business by understanding the important financial factors for operating a profitable business? Well, in our new e-training, Know Your Numbers, I share the details of how to price jobs, collect money from your customers, and really understand the nitty gritty details to make sure your business is growing its profits. You can get this new e-training at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying, no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com you once found a four-leaf clover pulled off a leaf and planted it back with the rest of the normal clovers paul jameson he is the most interesting lawman in the world. All right. So first and foremost, before we continue a conversation on marketing, I think it's important to really carefully select the service area with precision that you want to work in before you start marketing. I made, you know, you're one of my first business. I'm starting a second business, but year one of my first business, I didn't do that calculation and I just picked the neighborhood I lived in. And that was a big mistake for multiple reasons. And guess what happened? I ended up getting customers in this neighborhood that I later found out I don't want to work in this neighborhood. It wasn't the clientele I wanted. It wasn't the, it, there were so many reasons why I didn't want to work in this neighborhood. And I didn't think of, through that of where do I want to work and why? And this time around, I'm really thinking, where do I want to work and why? And even in the, the region that I want to work in, right, there's, there's eight to 10 neighborhoods that are very reasonable to, to want to uh, put your um, flag in the ground, put your stake in the ground, right? And so I'm even prioritizing them. What's my number one? neighborhood? What's my number two? You kind of, kind of going through the, the options of 10 and, and narrowing it down to two or three and then really staying in the lane. Like, Hey, I work in this neighborhood. I know Naylor, I was just watching his Instagram story 
And uh, he was showing off his route density, which I've been there in person to Richmond, Virginia, and I've seen his route density in person before. I uh, went out on this route one day with him, but in order to get that tight of a route, you have to say no to so many gray customers. What I mean by gray is like, well, they're just a little bit right there. I could squeeze them in, no big deal. Well, it is a big deal if you want route density. So before you canvas neighborhood, before you start to market an area, the question is, is this my service area? And I think that takes a lot of planning and thinking through where do you want to work? And if you're doing lawn maintenance or specialty lawn maintenance, real mowing or a specific, you know, um, service like that, then you want a very, very, very tight neighborhood. If you're doing a little bit larger of an offering, maybe pressure washing, well, you can do that in more neighborhoods. And then if you're doing just landscape installs, then you can do that in even more neighborhoods, a larger service area. And then if you're doing hardscaping because of the high price, you know, high ticket price jobs, you can probably expand the service area. But the depending on what services you want to offer, that's a good place to start. And then once you have that clarity, deciding what neighborhood do I want to want to be in and then dominating that neighborhood, taking over that neighborhood, one property at a time, one relationship at a time, and really crossing your I's, dotting your T's that we do excellent work for the customers we do pick up uh, because there will be that organic traffic of folks driving by, getting to know us, the neighbors, the women's club, the ladies playing tennis or at the dinner cookouts talking about us. And it will spread once you get that. You you start with three and then four and then five. And the next thing you know, it just explodes. But before you get that word of mouth marketing, you got to get in the neighborhood first. And so I don't think you could go wrong either way, door hangers or postcards. I think they're they're very similar in effectiveness. I'm leaning. I've, I've been talking with uh, Michael and Andrew about, you know, we're creating the, the marketing materials for the new uh, neighborhood we're going to uh, target. And, and I'm leaning on postcards at this stage of the preliminaries of, of getting everything in order. But if somebody wants to argue and say door hangers are better, they, they, they very well may be. They're, they're neck and neck. They're, they're, uh, they're both effective. And so I think what's more important than getting in an argument about what's better marketing door hangers or postcards is I think making sure the presentation of the door hanger or postcard is clear messaging that if they're going to spend three seconds and look at it, that they're going to know who we are, what we offer, and that it's uh, got a professional touch to it. So I think both of those are good. And whether you go with the door hanger or postcard, uh, business cards are good to go along with that. I was just pressure washing the driveway the other day and the neighbor's just staring at me. And there's going to be folks that are just going to, they're going to be mesmerized by the work we do, whether you're cutting the grass or pressure washer, if you're doing a good job. And it's nice to just be able to hand them a business card when they, you know, walk by and say, Hey, you know, I was thinking about getting that, that bam, here you go. A postcard might be a little too much because you can't necessarily keep a stack of those in your pocket. But every morning, if you want to put 10, 15 business cards in your right pocket or left pocket or back, right pocket or back left, wherever you know, is your storage station in your pants. Well, then when you have Curious George pop by, bingo, there you go. You hand him a card because it's not like you're going to have a bunch of postcards in your pockets or if they're in the truck, now you're wasting time to go fumble around 
when we need to be efficient on the job site. So it's easy just to hand someone a postcard. So pardon me, excuse me, let me write, rewind that. It's easier to hand somebody a business card. So my rule of thumb is you get your postcard, you get your door hanger, and I'll let you guys know what I decide. But right right now, the postcard creation is is where we're headed with the actual, you know, Photoshop document. I don't even know what Michael uses. He he makes my graphics and all that, but he's doing all that stuff that I'm not the best at. I I subcontract out work like that because they can do a better job than me. And it, it, it definitely helps to have aesthetically pleasing, clean, organized um, presentation. And so in addition to that, though, get the business cards and don't get those raggedy ones that I got year one where they're like paper, you know, like dissolves in your hand, get, get a little sturdy one that, that tells the customer, Hey, this is a, this feels good. This business, th- these guys have attention to detail and that way you're ready, aim, fire, right? When the potential customer shows up, you already know they're in the neighborhood cause they're walking or they're, you know, um, right there. So, you know, they're in the area and you could even ask them cause sometimes maybe the relative, it could be a relative that lives out of the way, but that's easy to vet and say, yeah, you know, we service this neighborhood. Do you live here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live around the corner. Cool. Here's my card. Boom. There you go. So I would get a, a postcard or door hanger and then get that looking real sharp, clean, clear. In addition to that, my plan is to load up on business cards and then market those as well um, on a more organic basis, more of a handshake deal when there's a warm customer lurking around the property. If you guys have been doing this for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're like, why is that guy watching me? Well, there could be many reasons, but he could be a potential uh, customer or you got to call the police. I don't know, but if he is a potential customer, you want to make sure you you seal the deal and you, you got a postcard there uh, for him. I know some guys um, do the old you know, print it out on the computer and make it homemade. And I did that myself. Okay. I had brochures. I trifolded them and, and I printed them out black and white and folded them. And I got customers from that, but they weren't the best customers. Right. And so you, you got to be careful how you do the marketing presentation, you know, high quality print and a good, um, if you're not good at design, hire somebody who is a good graphic designer that can create it. So it represents your company well and Michael and Andrew guys they're they'll be on the show in the future they're they're not ready yet for the you know audience that we have green industry podcast um they, they can't possibly handle all of that right now but they in in small portions in the future they will be available to do designs uh like they do i mean the stuff they do for me is is world class. They do an excellent job. And, and in the future, they will offer some website services, some, some things like that um, for listeners as much as they can handle at the time being. But they're building all that out now. So stay tuned. Um, when I can offer you what I use, uh, I will. Uh, I just don't want to overwhelm them at the moment because you ask Megan and Joey, uh, my bookkeepers, they you know started sharing their services on the show. And next thing you know, they got folks calling from North Carolina and Texas and Mississippi and all across um, the United States. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Okay. What do we do now? Do we hire a third person? Do we, you know, work long hours? And so anyway, 
with that experience, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, what else do you want to cover in this one, Mr. Producer? This is like a part A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Good point. Yeah. When you do go to pass them out, it's not, oh, well, I want to go on an evening jog and you got your tank top on and your shorts on and you're in your workout gear. No, put your uniform on. Um, we had a really good point brought up by Jason in Washington that a lot of folks now have these door ring ring door uh, camera systems. When you approach the door, you're actually being recorded. And what do you want them to see? If they look on their phone and see, why is the dog barking? Who's at the front door? And they see somebody who is well-groomed, wearing a professional golf shirt, that has, you know, their khaki pants on or khaki shorts. If you live in the South and it's 95 degrees, I understand. And you look professional and you walk up there with your shoulders back and some good posture and you're not running, but you're just, you know, in, in, in poise and confidence. And you put the marketing material, whether it's the door hanger or in the postcard in the door and you're on your way to the next property you just left a good impression rather than jogging up there and trying to multitask, getting your evening workout in while looking raggedy, they're going to be like, who is this Chuck or Rick? Right. And so that's a really good point. Thank you. Um, you know, have your best uniform on and, and know that you are uh, being watched quite literally with a lot of these cameras and that you want to put your best foot forward, not just in the material and in the aesthetic presentation of the postcard or door hanger or business card, but in what we are wearing as we are knocking in, uh, as we're walking into the neighborhood. And then, you know, use relational intelligence when the guy's in his car just driving into the driveway and you're there or the guys in the garage or there will be people that you will organically run into if you do this in the evening, which is a highly recommended time of day because a lot of folks are home then and they're kind of unwinding for the day and they're going to be in a better mood than first thing in the morning when they're rushing to work or during the day when the wife's at home with the kids and she's going to feel uncomfortable with some guy at her door. Like it's just a little bit um, inappropriate for her to answer the door, maybe who is this? It just use relational intelligence, make the customer potential customer feel safe, feel like they can trust you. And the evening is a great time of day. It doesn't have to be the evening if, if you got to get in where you fit in, but the evening's best time of day to walk the neighborhood. And then don't be afraid to go round two, round three to the same houses because they say now, Marty, it's 23 to 27 impressions versus it used to be seven marketing impressions to really start to, to permeate into a customer's mind to where they feel a comfort level to take that relationship to the next level and potentially purchase because there's so much marketing happening on our phones every single day. I mean, I'm just scrolling through Instagram and it's like, these raggedy sponsored ads that pop up, you know, these guys with their private jet. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I, 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 if you have a private jet behind you, you're trying to sell me something. I'm not, I do not trust you. Like, I don't know who thought that was a good idea. They're trying to show off. Look how successful I am. Buy my new, like, bro, get, get out of here with all that. But you're being in, I don't know what kind of ads you get on yours. What do you get, Marty? You get the old spice guy. <laughs> well, I, I don't get those commercials, but <laughs> No, all right, all right, all right, stop it. Um, where, where, <laughs> uh, where, where was I? Where was I? Okay, there you go. 
Oh man. All right. You got, we're going to turn your, we're going to get a a mic in your comfortable studio one day and uh, let them hear your uh, humor. So, and guys, we are actually, we have one, two, we have the cameras in the studio and very, very soon we are going to be posting these uh, full episodes and portions of them and clips and all that stuff. Kind of like what Joe Rogan does on the green industry podcast with Paul Jamison YouTube channel. So, uh, you're going to have to be on your best behavior, Mr. Producer, when we, uh, turn these cameras on for sure. So we will get into part B, part C, part D. I mean, the marketing world, there's so much to talk about, but I just wanted to preliminary show you guys what I'm thinking as I'm, uh, planning to, to target a new neighborhood. And then I'll certainly follow up with the results in the days ahead. And we'll have totally new episodes about the Instagram, uh, Facebook, Google marketing strategies, because there definitely can be wise investments of spending money on getting in front of our customers in a route dense area through Facebook and Instagram and Google and things of that nature. And there's definitely ways where you can blow money on all of that. I've done a lot of research on this and uh, I know Michael and Andrew have done a lot more than me. So when I can get them back in studio, we can talk about those kinds of marketing as well, but it works to walk a neighborhood and to let folks know who you are. And I will let you know the results as I do that here in the very near future as well. Thank you to Gulf Coast Bookkeeping and Smart Rain for sponsoring today's episode. Their link will be in today's program notes, as well as the link to our new rate increase letter, which we've updated and upgraded for this new season. Guys, it is working very, very successfully. You It's a plug and play where it says insert date here. You put the date, then it says insert name here. You put your customer's name, insert company name here. You put your company name and we've made it about as dummy proof as we can make it. It's super simple. You just insert the most basic information in and then email it out to your customers. And we took care of the professional side of communicating as simply and clearly as possible to your customer why their rate is going up this season. And it's very, very successful. If you don't get carried away, but you just incrementally raise your rate ahead of inflation, you know, five, six, seven percent. Some folks get a little, you know, stretch it as much as they can do a little bit more. And uh, you can kind of find that sweet spot, what the amount is. But we take care of the messaging involved to let your customers know that their price is being raised. That is our ever popular, successful rate increase letter. You can click on that link in today's show notes and uh, download it today. Plug and play, send it out to your customers and be making more money for the work you're already doing. It's the rate increase letter. Also available at greenindustrypodcast.com. Guys, give us a follow and we'll be back tomorrow with a fresh new episode of the Green Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.